Hello everybody, it's time for our podcast, Improving Together and um, with the Bath Information Systems. Um, I'm Neil and my co-host is... Hi, I'm Penny, Neil's quiet, slightly shy co-host. <laughs> really? <laughs> slightly shy? Okay. <laughs> everybody who's listening will know that's not true. Um, okay, so it's time for our elevator pitch. Now, if you ha- ever hear this sound now... It will mean that we're going to have a guest pitching our elevator pitch. So, here's our elevator pitch. Hi, I'm Susie. We don't just look after our patients, we love looking after our patients and each other. We will continually improve our care and processes by valuing everyone's input, using the skills we learn on the programme in order to achieve the Trust True North goals. We are a good hospital, but we will be outstanding. That was great hearing from Susie. Yeah. She's such a great part of our team. So, over the last couple of weeks, because it's been a couple of weeks since our podcast, we've been very, very busy. We have. Very busy. So, last week, we were working on our A3, and especially the fishbone analysis. I hope I've got that right. Yeah. You have. (laughs) But it's essentially looking at um, picking out the bones of a problem, I guess, and looking at different avenues. And so when the big boards are up in the near the aqua suite, everybody will see what this A3 um, uh, analysis is. There'll be a graph or a picture of literally the A3 size piece of paper that everybody can see what we're talking about. Yeah, I guess it kind of demonstrates um, what the what the problem is, what our vision is, um, what our goals are, and then actually how we've picked, but starting to pick apart the problem yeah. um, to to come up with um, our um, we don't call them solutions, but like our countermeasures, which is a whole other thing we talked about today. But um, yeah, yeah. Why don't we call it a solution? So a solution um, is uh, pretty much giving you the impression that you've solved the problem. Um, And actually, that's not what this process is all about. It's about um, it's about putting things in place to improve problems. But just one thing alone is not going to solve a problem. Therefore, we're looking at what we call countermeasures. So we will have our concern. We'll discover what the cause of the concern is. And then we will put in countermeasures um, as a way of resolving the issue. Yeah, because I and, and quoting you, um, we are ingrained in quick wins. Yeah, that's one of the things you said uh, last week, and I wrote it down with exclamation marks with an underline underneath. And I thought, we are, we so are. Yeah, it's what we do every every minute of every day that we're at work. It's all about the quick wins and moving on. Yeah, yeah. I so last week we talked, we mentioned the last podcast. We mentioned we were finding it a bit slow, and we just you know needed to get far. Do you still feel like it's like that now? No, I feel like it. It's suddenly. I think from the minute that we decided this is going to be our driver mm. um, and the improvement um, training team, I guess they're called, mm. um, have put 
started teaching us the tools that we need to now start working on our driver and coming up with our countermeasures, helping us analyze in different ways that we've not we're not used to doing. Mm. We've really escalated the I mean it's given us a lot more work, but it's really escalated the the, the speed of of what we're achieving. Mm. And I feel it's quite it's suddenly gone from being a bit oh here we are again it's a bit boring to actually quite we've got quite animated quite excited about it yeah i feel completely differently about it i do too and um the kpmg people that were there today can you remind me what kpmg stands for no i can't remember itself but they're auditors aren't they and that's who's um um um, organizing the Bath Improvement Systems, who yeah. also put it into that other trust that's doing really, really well and had yeah. one of the best um, feedback scores for staff satisfaction um, within the country. Um, but he was really good and he kept on pushing us when we were looking at analysing the problems for triage. Yeah. And um, I keep on forgetting that that's their process when they're coaching. Yes. And I kept on thinking you know do you have you really not listened to what we've been saying over the last few weeks and some of the problems <laughs> but and he, he was pushing something and he was talking about the data and he's saying well have you asked the the biu business intelligent unit for like hourly analysis of the triage times and i said no because 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 and actually i went away and thought about it and thought well he's right to question why we haven't asked those things and why we haven't and yeah. as a, and as coming from an organisation where he audits all the time, it was an interesting facet to that. Definitely. And I think what it's what it's making us do is instead of ask the question, give an answer, okay, fine, we've come we now know what the problem is, so let's just move on. It's making us properly analyse a problem so that actually the causes interestingly by doing the fishbone analysis and thank you very much everyone who did the survey monkey because actually the results of that have really helped us and gathering all this data what we actually have made assumptions are are the the causes of our problems actually it's not all what all that we thought it was and there are other causes that we hadn't even considered and by taking the time that's what that's what this has helped us to achieve yes um and on that note, in triage from today, there was a little tally tick box of some of the problems we kind of were thought were delaying triage in minors. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's for anybody that's triaging minors, just a tick, that's a delay, computer crashing, all sorts of other problems, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but um, also for them to write down different things that they encounter. Yeah. Um, and the idea is it so that we're building data so that we can then turn back around and say, well, actually, what we thought was the problem actually isn't a problem. And no. it's something else yeah. that's delaying our triage time. So all these different this this different way of looking at solu- um, solutions to problems um, yeah. is actually it's actually quite an exciting on the pathway going through. It is. And what I love is it's teaching us how to use the whole team. Yeah. So instead of instead of having five of us sitting in a room around a table, coming up with our reasons why we think, because you triage, I triage. So we know yeah. what we think our problems are yeah. delaying our triage. Mm. We 
we normally that would be fine well that's what we think it is so let's just fix those problems but we're spending way more time because actually by putting the um question questionnaire form that you've put in the triage room in minors it means everyone that's triaging has the opportunity to say i encountered this problem and this problem and this problem mm. um and so we're gathering everyone's data and ideas not just the people sitting around the table coming yeah. up with um, solutions to the problems and it gets back to what it's all about it's actually improving together yeah together we can find these solutions together we can sort out these problems but we have to do it together <laughs> we, we want to be together <laughs> yeah, we want to be together that's what i was thinking when i was saying that um now interesting last week as well we booked after our little training session in the morning we usually book a training room somewhere across the trust um and um we booked it in the the oasis oh is this where you managed to gate crash some very important yes. meeting only well, you could do this <laughs> well we i sat in there and then suddenly somebody else had booked the room little did i know that it was all the finance bots that had booked this room before us and um as i sat in I said, you know, well, I think I'm going to stay and see what this finance meeting is all about. And it was an open finance meeting, so I wasn't doing something that I shouldn't. Um, and in came Libby, who I believe is the finance director. And she said hello to everybody. And first on her agenda, first thing on her agenda was... Drum roll. ED is exactly, yeah, I was just gobsmacked, um, was ED patient safety because they had had, we had had a huge amount of patients attending ED over that, over the previous week. The triage time was, was improving, but the time, amount of time for paediatric patients waiting for treatment had slowed down and flow in the trust had slowed down and I sat there and thought oh my god they didn't know I was there they didn't know anybody nobody from ED was there it was all finance people and that told me one thing that the organization is really behind ED and does want ED to succeed in our our goals that actually, it made me almost emotional, almost, because to think that there's this some random meeting, they didn't even know who you were, where you came from. So it's not like they, they were putting on a show. No. That genuinely, we think that we're the poor relative that everyone just completely ignores. Nobody cares what goes on in ED. Yep. But actually to, to encounter that come across that and actually we are the first thing on quite an important meeting. We're the first thing on the agenda. Yeah. Amazing. Absolutely. And what they what she was concerned about was the amount of patients and patient safety. Mm. And that was just wow, that's yeah really quite um encouraging to think that the organization is behind us because yeah. it's really easy for us to think that um nobody's backing us up, um the organization is against us, but they do really want us to to win at this one. They really do they want do. us to fly. And I think I've spent a lot of my 
very extended career at my 30 year career in nursing I've spent a lot of that feeling oh my like god people say I know 30 years did I you know. say yeah I and that's barely was, my age I started when I was five <laughs> obviously <laughs> <laughs> I, um, but you think that people sit in these offices that that don't work clinically that haven't worked on the shop floor patient facing um, have no idea about patient safety are not interested in patient safety because like we said on one of our previous podcasts it's actually it's all about the patient that's why we're doing this that's what we're interested in is yeah. good well not good but amazing quality patient care and keeping patients safe so to hear that bandied around at a finance meeting just massively warmed my warmed my heart so this week was all about kind of all about status exchange yeah we've finally agreed on our four status exchange questions which mm. are um they all relate to our true north goals mm-hmm. so um i haven't got them written down in front of me so the wording will not be exact mm-hmm. but essentially um we somebody will be allocated and to start with it's going to be us obviously because we understand the process but once this becomes ingrained in our practice anybody who works in the department can be assigned the job of asking the um the questions that that are part of this status exchange Mm -hmm. and the idea is we're encouraging proactive planning so instead of when the proverbial hits the fan halfway through a shift and then we start asking the questions of well yeah. how are we going to how are we going to cope oh my goodness what is my biggest problem right now the idea is that we we forward plan at the beginning ish of our shift just asking a few questions making sure that uh we we can foresee what we think may be problems in our shift today so one of the questions will be what you yeah. know, what things are concerning you about your shift today Mm -hmm. and it might be that actually I've got something going on at home and I haven't told anyone but this might be a way of looking after our colleagues it might be a case of I worked a really busy shift yesterday and didn't get a break and I'm really concerned that today I don't get my break yeah um there's a huge number of things that and this it does it's not this is not all aimed at nursing anyone who works within our department we can ask them you know what what problems are you concerned about what things are you concerned about um your shift today yeah um so i like that because um nikki nikki the consultant was there with us today and one of the things she mentioned was about breaks you know um so your concern might be how am i going to get my breaks today it's so busy what can i do yeah. Um, and I thought it's just not, it's sometimes not the big things. It no. might be something small, and but I it's think, important to them. Yeah. And also with some of the junior members of staff, they're not maybe at a point of being confident enough to say, do you know what? I just need 10 minutes out. I need to go get a break. So yeah. all of this will wait because you feel so swamped with, you yeah. know, whatever your job role is. Yeah. That. I can't possibly go when it's this busy, but actually it's really important to keep our patients safe that we do get our breaks. So that's one of the questions is around, you know, what problems are you concerned about your your Mm -hmm. shift today? Um, Another one of the questions is, do you know who to go to to help you cope with difficult situations or 
situation I can't remember how we worded the question now but Mm. it's around you know do you know who your go-to person is today essentially so actually if there is something that I don't know how to make a decision on something to do with my workload or a situation that occurs with a patient it's actually before we even have that situation occur just asking that question do you know who you could go to and somebody's answer might be do you know what I haven't got a clue who to go to well, that's an easy an easy answer, isn't it? That, you know, senior members of staff can help make that decision for you. Okay, you come across something you don't know how to deal with. This is your go-to person. Absolutely. And we all need a buddy. We, all yeah. of us need a buddy in the department, don't we? And also and just on a shift. Yes, absolutely. On a shift. Because we've got loads of new um, starters in the department. We've got lots of seasoned nurses that will need to turn around and say, okay, who can, who can just cover me for a break now? Yeah. Who can just cover me? Who can just cover my patients? Yeah. Um, and that's so important yeah. to make out because we do care for each other. And I think this will be a way that we can demonstrate and help that we can um, and show that we really I care. I think it's a good way to, to just touch base with each other, I think, and make each other feel, feel that someone actually does care that we, yeah. we get through this shift. Okay. Yeah. The next question I love, and it's tell me something good that's happened today or, or what, what's, what's gone well for you today. And yeah. if you've only just come into work, it might be, I didn't get stuck in traffic this morning. <laughs> yeah. It might be, uh, I saw the most beautiful rainbow on my way to work. This yeah. is, I'm very flowery. I do know that. But it could be something as beautiful as that. Yeah. Or it could be, I managed to get a septic patient in, do the sepsis six within the hour um, I can already see their improvement and they've already got a bed on the ward. Now, that would be amazing. That would be a good thing that would happen today. Yeah. So it could be any anything. That, but just tell me a good thing that's happened today. And if you, if you can't think of something, then we can change that to what's happened on a previous shift. You know, tell me something that good that happened on a previous shift. And then the final question... Is sorry this... my clock strikes yeah, me know. it's very very loud <laughs> it really it's very distracting <laughs> and I'm not going to edit it out because sometimes too much editing is too much work so I'm just going to leave that in there I think leave it in because it's a lovely lovely chime <laughs> I like it but I did, it You're did right. me off my stroke so I'm so sorry some of these things where you think okay that's great today I always have a funny story from triage and I often go into work thinking okay um or a funny story from my patient because people are hilarious yeah. and some of the things they say or they do and your interactions with them I find hilarious and that's what keeps me going because I do love looking after my patients and yeah. I've, I'm if anybody wants to hear some of my funny triage stories I'm not going to put it out publicly on a podcast but you just come and find me and then we have one final question and oh I know this is something I feel very passionately about. Just putting the question out there, how are we going to help make people feel welcome in our department today? Because I think we're so busy yeah. Yeah. feeling stressed. Yeah. We all then have that sort of resting anger face. And it's yeah. not anger, it's it's stress. Yeah. But it, it's really upset me that many people have said that they find it really intimidating coming down to ED mm-hmm. and we're not very welcoming. And... We're all really lovely people. And yeah. to, 
and to feel that people don't feel comfortable coming down to our department is hideous so we're going to i i have a have it about me that i'm going to make a bit of a thing about trying to improve how welcome we make people feel that may be patients i guess ambulance crews maybe the cleaners the domestics who yep. do a great job and a great important part of yeah. our team. Our volunteers. Our volunteers. On a busy shift, I can't yeah. cope without volunteers. I fall apart <laughs> if we don't have volunteers. And yet we've even made volunteers feel unwelcome in our department. Oh, which really? is not That's yes. terrible. No, I know. So these these are the these these are our status exchange questions that we have finally agreed on. So we'll be touching base with it doesn't it's not every member of staff that gets asked these questions mm-hmm. just a cross-section of staff might so one person might only get asked two of the questions somebody else might get asked another question mm-hmm. um and and what this is actually going to do is we gather this information we will be jotting things down because we need to see if there are trends if there are themes mm-hmm. of um either ideas that people come up with with how we're going to help make people feel welcome which actually mm-hmm. we can share um, but also themes of things that people are worrying about that we can see do you know what this isn't just one member of staff that's worried about this over the course of this month this has cropped up pretty much every day so that's what bath improvement system is so all where about. does it go then this information once so, we've done this what happens to it next so we, we've got paper copies uh, um, of the questions, days of the week that we ask them, and then there's space for us to jot notes down of things that people have said. This gets kept in a file at Major Staff Base, and then our matron, on her way into work every day, is going to touch base with this folder, um, gather that information. And then if things themes are emerging and things need to be escalated to higher management to get some support in starting to pick apart this problem and coming up with some solutions and some countermeasures uh then she'll take stuff further um, or assist us in in helping to to pick apart these whatever themes that are emerging that's I don't brilliant. know if I explained that very well. But... No, you did. And that's okay. brilliant. So it might be that um, people need extra support and um, yeah. making sure that they're yeah. coping with their workload or et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So it's brilliant. But also, I guess, before that step that gets to Matron, Emma, um, it could, it, the shift coordinator might also want to instigate things as well. Yeah, when they during see the that. shift. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, now, there's. It may seem, I guess, very, very strange and foreign to us um, when we first start doing this. But it, when we repeatedly do it, it will become easier. And it will also become part of our culture to check in, touch base, ask yeah. these questions. And although we this. I don't know if you remember on one of the previous podcasts, Neil and I talking about watching a video which we thought was awful and it just made us really angry. That video was actually about the beginning part of our journey about learning status exchange. So it is being done on in other departments and it's proving to be incredibly beneficial and hugely helpful to staff. So I think we need to give this a go before we before we you know discount it as a as a as a as a valuable part of our day absolutely 
Now, um, now that I'm down with the Greek philosophers, Aristotle, a good friend of mine, had a great quote about this. Mm-hmm. He said, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence is not an act, but a habit. I love that. I do. Yeah. Some of your quotes, not my favourite, but I really like that one. None of my quotes aren't your favourite, really. No, some of your quotes aren't my favourite, but I really like that one. Anyway. (laughs) Well, I do (laughs) apologise. So it's come to that great time of our um, podcast where we have an infomercial. Now, this I know this one is really exciting because things are changing about triage within the department already. And so this person is going to tell us about the developments of um, triage and how um, they're instigating things and to improve it. Now, this infomercial is from an experienced nurse who recently worked in Sierra Leone at an Ebola treatment centre. Who knew? Go figure. Absolutely. I know. Literally, well, nearly nearly knocked me off my perch. My God, absolutely. They're a star. I nearly gave it away. Okay, here (laughs) it goes. My name's Colin. I'm one of the urgent treatment centre practitioners and I have the most dull voice for radio, so please bear with me. Um, As you know, from Monday uh, the 5th, there'll be a five to six week... um, integration of the urgent treatment centre and the minors departments. This is to try and meet the national framework for the provision of an urgent treatment service. Um, Ultimately, uh, hopefully it will improve patient flow, experience and safety. Uh, A large part of this is to improve the time to triage, uh, where streaming and triage will now become known as initial assessment and um, clinicians will be allocated different roles based on the start time uh, as to whether they will be working in a, in a, clinical, in a clinic role or in an initial assessment role. And Ross Carlisle, who is one of the clinical practice facilitators who's been helping to provide some training to the clinicians from both departments, uh, will also be on hand to help us if we, if we need it. Um, Going forward, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, both these departments merge and all the clinicians working um, as one big team. Thank you. That was pretty amazing, wasn't it? I know, I know. And really, well, makes me feel very enthusiastic that he's so enthusiastic about this, this whole process working. Yeah, and right from the start, he has always been about his vision about how he wants this department to unite with UTC. And I, I, I think that's great. Yeah, um, absolutely. And the interesting thing also that Colin was talking about, it, that he said it's okay, it's about triage, but I want them to make sure that the patients are kind of seen as well. Yes. And yeah, yeah so that I, and this... I think that's great. Yeah, and this new process he was explaining to me mm. means that all the practitioners will both will see illness and injury. So, like he explained, Roz is doing all this work behind the scenes, training the EMPs to do to to be more comfortable seeing illness mm-hmm. and helping the UTC practitioners 
learning more about seeing patients with injury so it'll be complete unified working mm. yeah absolutely i love ros that's great and i'm glad yeah. i'm so glad that she's back supporting us as a team yeah definitely so wrapping up i guess um we've had l- lots that we've talked to about that the team have been informed of also the other thing i th- i thought that we haven't mentioned so far that we have to mention is the little laminated a4 pieces of paper that have appeared on all the different cows in the department oh yes how could i possibly forget i spent a lot of my day making you that did. <laughs> tell me about it so we just needed to clarify having had everyone helpfully fill in the survey monkey around triage and understanding the process and i think some people a lot of people are going to look at these laminated sheets and think I'm teaching them to suck eggs Mm -hmm. but ultimately I wanted everyone to be completely clear what time the clock starts and Mm -hmm. how you see what time the clock starts for this triage within 15 minutes and how we then stop the clock yeah basically clap eyes on your patient to begin your process of triage is when the clock stops yes how we then document that on the computer, which I think is, I think we do it definitely, but it's proving that in how we're documenting on the computer. Yeah. And also how we can triage on behalf of our colleagues. And I think this is something I felt very until we came up with this solution or this countermeasure yeah. that what we can do is we can so if I take over your patients you were incredibly busy and one of your patients you hadn't managed to triage on the computer you have clearly triaged your patient I can see that from your notes your documentation and your vital signs chart so actually I can look back at what time on the corner of your green sheet I can look back at what time you started your triage process so i can back time when i go into the triage screen on the computer i can back time it to the time you triaged i can complete the triage computer screen and then in the notes at the bottom i will just put triaged on behalf of staff nurse staff nurse now absolutely and i think that's great even when people come over from utc now, yes. um, because they have been seen, they have been um, triaged or assessed. And, and so we're just documenting that. Yeah. And then we would just put in the box, as I've put triaged on the laminated the things, yeah. tri- triaged um, on behalf of UTC staff. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I think that's really, really great. Um, another podcast we'll talk about, but I guess we'll have to cover why we need to do that from um the inform- from the data that the business intelligence unit is collecting yeah but that's a whole new whole other podcast it is so as always why are we doing this because we are a good organization but we will be outstanding yes yay thank you so much <laughs> no problem Well, no, I said it, and you're like, I'm going to call you back now. <laughs> I thought, oh, whoopsie. <laughs>